Today's episode is brought to you by BigNightShop.com. We're having a Big Night Fall merch sale. 20% off all merch, all venues, all DJs, all the podcasts, even the Card Vault, baby. Get your beanies, hoodies, dad hats, mugs, fanny packs. Everything is 20% off. Use the code FALL20. That's fall like the season. F-A-L-L 20. Go to BigNightShop.com to shop all merchandise. And you better order now because the sale ends November 19th. November 19th. You're welcome. Well, 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 if it isn't another episode of Drinks After Work with two of the most subpar podcasters in the game, Shannon and Abby. (gasps) Speak for yourself. Welcome back. (laughs) It's a good day. It's fall. It's cold out. It's 32 degrees. My pants are undone. Unbuttoned. Um, this is a family friendly show. Yeah, I sat down and I was like, I'm not doing it today. I'm wearing jeans and the button is coming off. So I know I'm finally not wearing a sweatshirt and leggings for once. So I'm with you. How are we feeling today? Um, I'm a little bit tired. You know, I had a very socially active weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to talk to a lot of people, which is, you know, draining for me. Right. So you're just like, you're done. I'm done. You're done. Okay. I got that. How about you? I myself had a pretty social weekend. Um, it was good. It was good. I had a wedding. Oh yeah. How is that? On Halloween. That's spooky. It was spooky. Do you think that's bad luck? I don't it was like the day before Halloween technically. Oh, so okay. like it wasn't actually, actually Halloween. Oh, it wasn't on Sunday. Right? It wasn't on Sunday. And they also they got married a year ago. It was like oh, okay. a big just the party. Gotcha. Yeah, because it was like a you know, COVID situation. It was lovely. It was very, very fun. Had some drinks, had some laughs, caught up with some family. It was a lot of social interaction, but it was it was a fun time. It was good. I didn't get to dress up, but it's okay. It's no? I'm mature now. You know, you're mature. I'm mature. I'm pretty sure I remembered a couple episodes ago. You said that all holidays in your household will be formal attire, or you're not allowed inside. So yeah, I'm actually gonna create a dress code. And I was also talking over the weekend to people whose like eyes were glazing over when I was talking about it. I was like, my wedding will be white tie. I don't think most people know what that even is, but it's what they used to wear in old old England when they'd have like formal dinners men would wear like the tuxedos with like the tails and women would wear like the (laughs) freaking like (laughs) ballroom gowns what are are you gonna make me wear to your wedding you're gonna wear a white tie and we'll we'll get into it later (laughs) okay well this weekend I tried two new restaurants actually for the first time that I loved so if you're looking for new restaurants in the south end of Boston Highly, highly recommend Mida. That's M-I-D-A. And literally across the street is Alona. It's I-L-O-N-A. So Mida's Italian and Alona's Mediterranean. And it's kind of like tapas style. Have you been to either? No, wait, where was this? South End? South End, yeah. And you went to both places in one weekend? Yeah, that's That's how I told you. I know, I went to Mida on Friday and Alona on Saturday. Oh my gosh. And it was, you know, both vibes immaculate alone is like the cutest little thing and the drink that i got it was so good i wish i remembered what it was called i think it was the first one on the drink list so get that you're gonna have to bring me there i will we'll have to do sip and dip there (laughs) my treat your treat okay i would love that (laughs) that's so fun i'm glad that you had a good time yeah i know you're a very harsh judge of restaurants so it's nice when when you come out having a good old time i had two good experiences that's 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 like unheard of i had an experience this weekend so good or bad okay i was wearing a fake chanel bag i know you aren't i have a, you own one yeah i got it as like a joke in college as like a hey like this is until you get like a real one type thing it's like a cost it's like a costume jewelry is thing. it the one you have today yeah is that why you look back oh yeah <laughs> she's she's right she's right she's there. in the studio I know. what an the imposter sh- the shame no so i don't know i literally have it as like a almost like costume jewelry like type thing like I never wear it right I've had it for years I've probably worn it like once and never like seriously so on Thursday we dressed up for work and I dressed up as Blair Waldorf and I was like oh I'm gonna wear my fake Chanel bag because that's like a very Blair Waldorf yeah. thing to wear and then I had a separate purse that I was gonna like switch my stuff into for the wedding I completely forgot 
my purse like in my car and I didn't have my, my car with me all weekend. Oh. So I only had the fake Chanel purse, oh. <laughs> which is for a costume. So I wear that to the wedding and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, no one's going to like notice. It's the end of the night and I'm like sitting there minding my business thinking about whether or not I should have another glass of wine. It was like midnight. I was like, if I do it, will I go over the, into that dark place? Should I, should I try it? I don't know. And I'm sitting there just, you know, alone in my own thoughts. And this guy like turns around and he's like, is that a real Chanel bag? No. <laughs> I was like, um, how old was he? I don't know, probably like our age. I'd never, like I'd maybe spoken to him once. He was like a family member of Michael's. He was nice. Like, I don't think he was trying to be mean. And I was like, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I was like, what do I, what do I say? And obviously if someone's asking, it's probably because they know it's not. And I was like, oh, like, no, actually it's like a funny story. He's like, yeah, he's like, I was going to say it doesn't look real. <laughs> oh my God. Oh so my I was God. like, yeah, no, totally. And he was like, little does he know you I, actually own a lot of designer. Well, so I jokes just, on him. It was just like funny because <laughs> I was sitting there and I just felt like so cheap in that moment. Cause I was like, oh shit. He definitely thinks I was trying to wear this like fake bag and like try to like pull one over on everyone like hey guys look at me I have a Chanel when in reality it was just a complete accident and I would never so I was like yeah and he he goes on he's like I mean if you really look at the buckle like like the (laughs) he's like the paint is like wearing off of it he's like I can see like that little like spot where like the the gold paint is like turning like It's oh like the gold paint is like turning silver. He's like, it's a little rusty. He's like, I feel like the like Chanel symbol is about to fall off. He's like, I mean, if you really want to like keep up the facade, I guess you could like, you know, like buy some cheap paint and maybe just try to like paint over it at this point. And he was just like going on. And I was like, yeah, I fucking get it, dude. It doesn't look real. Oh, like I get it. I'm trash. Like it's fine. I'm trash. And I didn't know what to and like at that point I was like, do I just explain the whole story, like why I was wearing it, or do I just like he wouldn't believe it you and just move on? And I was like, Yeah, you know, I just I, you know, I I didn't think people would notice. And he was like, Yeah, no, no, it's it's cute though. Like that that's <gasps> like that's, it's good, like it's fine. I was uh, like, ha ha ha. He was like, Yeah, great good times walks away. Literally the and word I was like, cute triggers me he just was like oh no they're there that's that's nice that you bought your little little fake chanel to this wedding how much was she where'd you get her tell the people she's probably like 20 dollars off of like what i don't know sketchy website honestly i've my life not my life goal because i'd be kind of sad one (laughs) of my life goals is to buy a chanel bag and the reason I've never bought one, I've I've gotten other designer bags, but they're like six, seven grand. I like heard they're going up to like eight or nine. Oh my gosh. We were looking the other day, I was at work because I was telling my work friends that I had bought in this like fake Chanel bag and we were all like joking about it. And they were like, why don't you have a real one? I was like, because it's so much money. And th- like the ones we were seeing online were like 9K. I'm sorry, unless I'm like a multimillionaire, I'm not spending almost $10,000 on a fucking purse that you can one day just like, you know, accidentally drop and destroy so I don't have one and I did get it in college because it was more of like a manifestation like I'm gonna get this fake one and like keep it in my closet and just think about it and maybe one day I'll get a new like a real one I don't know it was stupid I never wear it out but anyways I've had it with me ever since so here I am just carrying this around looking like a fraud it's fine oh my god did anyone dress up like for Halloween this at one the girl did bring no. like no, not to the wedding. Oh, okay. But the after party, this girl changed into like a full on like cow outfit and was like, yeah, it's freaking Halloween. Obviously, I brought a costume. And I was like, that's the energy that I need, bitch. Okay, so I, Mr. Man and I went to a house party, like a little shindig thing, and we were not dressed up. And we were like the only ones not dressed up. But <laughs> wait, you guys didn't dress up for it? No, because we honestly like weren't. Like, we weren't going to go out. Oh, like you we were planning. just going to go to dinner and, like... And then one thing led to another. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, a couple friends down the street were having a party. So, we're like, man, we might as well stop by. Right. And I've got to say, I think I'm over, like, bars for, like, holiday events. Like, honestly, like, the house party... So, we ended up going to Cleary's and then back to the house... Because Clary's is in like the South End. It's like a dive bar or whatever. But mm-hmm. like I was literally standing there and I was like, I don't know any of these people. It's a room full of strangers. I, this is just gross. Like I just want to leave and go back to the comfort of like this house party. And so we did. And I was like, I'm so much more happier in like someone's home. I don't know why. Yeah. 
No, I feel like for Halloween, Am it's I getting like a old? setting. No, I think I've always been like that though for Halloween, like a house party. And I we talked, and we talked about that last week too. But I think that makes sense. I know, but I literally experienced it firsthand you, this weekend. Okay, and, I was like, and you were oh, like, wow. yes, like I stand by my answer. Yeah, yeah. I do one hundred percent. What did we think about the? vibe for Halloween. I know we talked about it last week. How do we feel like it went? I feel like I saw a lot of Britney costumes, which I'm like, I'm not opposed to, but. Okay. So I will say I am mad at myself that I didn't take up the opportunity to be Sylvana and Dave Portnoy for (laughs) Halloween. Cause I saw a lot of those on Instagram and you know, if anyone knows Mr. Man kind of looks like him, maybe that's just me, (laughs) but I missed that opportunity and I saw a lot of cute photos on Instagram that were like, oh, wow, that was very clever. That was a very clever costume. But then I also saw a lot of weird things on Instagram. Yeah, I agree. So I do have a slight qualm to pick. Qualm. I don't know if I want to call it celebrities, if I want to call it influencers. I don't know. But did you notice, like, what's up with the fucking photo shoots? The Halloween photos. <gasps> Hailey Bieber. Yes. What, okay. Like, what's I going on? I need that. to understand, like, is this something that's always been a part of our society and I'm now just wondering? Or is it this, like, a new thing? That's a very good question. I don't know. I will say, though, I did see Hailey Bieber posting, like, not, like, one, but, like, several photo shoots. And... Don't get me wrong, like she is a beautiful person. Oh, yeah. And the photos were stunning. But like I just I missed the memo that like Halloween was supposed to be like a full blown, like we're spending we're dropping bands on our oh. costumes this year. We're 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 going to sets. We're getting professional photographers. Like when did Hollow I feel like it became a competition of like who can look the best and have the best costume and like have the best Instagram photo and I you know, Hailey Bieber killed it. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, what? I don't know. Maybe, am I like a Grinch? Am I Scrooge? Here's the thing. I'm all for like a girl dressing up on Halloween. It's the only time of the year that a girl can dress like a complete slut and no other girl can say anything (laughs) about her. I completely agree with that. I think girls can do whatever the hell they want on Halloween. I get it. It's fun. Post your thoughty pics. I am used to the celebrity like thirst trap that you'll see. I'm used to the Addison Ray and the freaking cheetah, like in the middle of the woods or whatever the fuck she was doing. That's fine. Do I love it? No. Is it fine? Sure. I think the issue I had with this year was seeing like the amount of people that like did a full on photo shoot, like multiple different like backdrops. And like, it looked like they were doing some sort of an ad campaign for fucking Vanity Fair. And it was like a five like page spread about like, how Haley Bieber and Justin are like, no, no, no. Like the, the only thing that they were doing this for was Halloween, right? Like they weren't advertising anything and they just got dressed up in all these different outfits to take pictures in front of all these different like backdrops. I'm like looking at them right now. Like what, like what is, like what is Did you see Olivia Coplos? She was like on the floor sprawled around candy and it looked like it was like movie theater candy. Like, uh, does she have a movie theater in her house? I don't know. It was very strange. That one was Extra. strange. Haley Bieber's was, I think, like tasteful, but Olivia's was like questionable. It was, and odd. then Heidi Klum made a seven-minute short film <laughs> about like her she outfit. was like a zombie or something. It was like I don't know, bloody. I don't like love the blood costumes, but I mean, she looked amazing. But like a seven-minute short film for like, Halloween. I don't understand, and it's like. I think we, we, these celebrities, it's almost like, Hey, look how, you know what? It's funny. They're like, Hey, look how good my, my costume is. I was like, yeah, no shit. You're a celebrity. You have a whole crew of people that are going to create this costume to custom fit your body and make you look amazing. You know, what's impressive is when freaking Hillary down the street who is in marketing, making 50 K can create a nice costume out of something that she bought at fucking <laughs> party really city. Specific. No, I mean, good for, good for Hillary for finding the, the, the costume at party city fits or like a glove. That, that's impressive. The reason why I don't like Halloween is because that part of my brain, I don't know what side it's either the left or the right side of the brain that is like responsible for creativity. Isn't that left is creativity. I don't know, but it's just not there for me. And it's never until I see photos where I'm like, oh, I should have done that. That's a good idea. That yeah, was yeah. good. I just like don't have the creativity. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, A plus for effort. I just think it was a bit much. Yeah. I think maybe in the future, I 
I'm all for like maybe like a cute picture of like you and your friends. I also think like if I'm a celebrity, I don't know, I'm going out, I'm posting a picture with my friends who are also celebrities dressed up as something cute. Like remind people that you're a human being and you're not just like a freaking billboard. Right. Like, it was just so like weirdly hollow this year where I almost felt like no one was acting like human beings. They were just like, oh, here I am just like this drawing of something that I'm posting on my Instagram. I know. But I don't know. Well, Halloween is over and it's November now. November. It's freaking Christmas. Are you? Okay, so <laughs> I am. freaking Christmas. It's Christmas. It's okay. November 1st. Well, yes, I don't even know what day. Today's November it's 2nd. Like November, it's like early November. It's early it's- November. <laughs> and I had, I'm not going to lie, it's not like advertised as like peppermint is back at Starbucks, but peppermint is back at Starbucks. I got peppermint syrup. It's on the menu when you order on the app. I got peppermint white chocolate mocha in my shaken espresso today at Starbucks. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go home and tell Mr. Man we are watching Elf. Like Christmas is here. So you got white chocolate and peppermint in your ice shaken espresso. I'm yeah, I got like, like a pump of each. Okay. Cause you know how like peppermint mocha is a thing. Yeah. Well, I don't really like chocolate, but I like the, like, I don't like mocha flavored cho- oh, like coffee, but like, like the white, white chocolate. chocolate is good. But so I don't know. Like, are you the type of person where it's like, no, like it's not Christmas until Thanksgiving or are you in the Christmas spirit? Honestly, right now? like my mom has like always been, uh, no, like give Thanksgiving its respect and then celebrate Christmas after type person, which I do agree with and appreciate. However, the older I've gotten, I've realized there's really not like that long between holidays. So there's only two it months. Flies. We have less than two months before Christmas. So I'm like, I'm a huge Christmas person. I get into the holiday spirit. As we all know, I'm a little insane about it. And I feel like I'm like having less than a month to celebrate Christmas isn't enough. So I do it like, I think a little tastefully in no- like early November. I'm a little bit like, okay, like I'll like fuck around with a peppermint mocha. Like maybe no one's watching. And then I go like hardcore um thanks after thanksgiving but, okay, I, but so I will you're not celebrate. in my boat i'm not like full-on oh my god santa's coming today <laughs> um i probably won't get there next week but probably within the next two to three weeks like i'll fully be there but i'm also not one of those people that's like oh my god like no like it's not Christmas. okay so you you're I mean? like in the middle i respect it i'm more of a you know november 1st it's christmas you better start being nice because santa won't come like i gotta start christmas like, shopping i'm fully stressed now but i'm excited and i'm I feel, I feel the spirit. I Aww. feel jollier. I don't know. It's the best time of the year. There's just so much I want to do. Like I want to go ice skating. I want to oh like God, yeah. go to New York City. I want to just like feel alive. I do. <laughs> We're fucking. I just took a weird turn. It's okay. not good that it takes Christmas to make us feel alive. But that's neither here what nor is there. It, what is it about the Christmas spirit? Like I feel like bitches. Like maybe we've watched too many like rom coms or. I don't know, like Love Actually movies or something, but there's just something about it that everyone's like, oh my gosh, like getting in the spirit. Like, why do we only get in the spirit one time, like for a month out of the year? Michael's like, okay, great. So you're not a raging bitch for one month out of 12. So what, 12th of the time? Yeah. It's fine. Take what you can get. It's okay. It's the freaking most wonderful time of the year. Literally, I'm not even kidding. Last night, Mystery Man and I were playing Michael Buble um, Christmas songs on the TV while we were eating okay. dinner. I do like you guys, but that really makes me want to throw up all over both of you. Never talk to you again. Just kick you. Kick you around. Okay. Okay. Anyways, moving on. So, okay. If you guys are new here, we have this Facebook group, okay? It's called Drinks After Work Boston Baddies. There's almost 4,000 girls in it. It's private. If you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for restaurants or bars to go to, looking for new events to go to, that's where you're going to find out all the hottest things going on including it's oh it's so hot <laughs> including our most recent event this saturday november 6th we are having a boozy brunch at red lantern Ooh, she's boozy so all you have to do is make a reservation at redlanternboston.com come alone even if it's for one person make a reservation however um, feedback I've gotten so far is that if you're coming alone, you have to make a reservation for two because it physically won't let you make one for one person, but make one for two. Just write in the comments, like in the reservation notes that it's for the drinks after work brunch. We just need to get a head count of like how many tables that we're going to need, like sectioned off for us and come get drunk with us. Let's darty. Let's have a damn day. It'll be so fun. And I think 
brunch is going to be awesome because we're going to do brunch and then we're going to kind of just see where the night takes us. Maybe we'll end up at some random ass ratchet dive bar. I don't know. Maybe we'll end up at Hong Kong. Maybe we'll end up at the Beacon Hill pub. I don't know. One thing could lead to another. So yes, join us. It'll be so fun. Or maybe we'll just go shopping after. We'll see, but you know, the the possibilities are endless. And so they serve brunch from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We'll be there from 12, you know, probably we'll be heading out around 2. So come join us 12 p.m. this Saturday, Red Lantern. Red Lantern. We also have another announcement. Um, So this will actually be the last episode of Drinks After Work ever. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we are now going to be posting starting next week on Mondays. Yes. So we're actually so excited about this. Um, this is something that Abby and I have been thinking about and working on for months and months and months. We're like, we want to make sure that we can post the episodes earlier in the week. I feel like earlier is better. I know myself when I'm having a shitty Monday morning, I'm still borderline hungover and I'm scared about having to look my boss in the face because I'm scared I'm gonna get fired like I do every Monday. I like to listen to my podcast when I'm driving into work on Monday morning. So, But there's nothing was, to listen to. Exactly. There's not a lot of podcasts that come out on Monday morning. So we were really working. We're like, how do we record and find a way to get you guys to listen on Mondays so that we can be out there first thing at the beginning of the week. So we're finally going to be doing it. Um, this week, um, as I'm sure you're listening right now, this is that on Wednesday, this will be the last episode that comes out on a Wednesday. And then next week, um, the episode you're going to be listening to, we dropped on Monday. So definitely, um, I think if you have post notifications on, it'll still Mm -hmm. let you know when it's released, but go looking for that shit on Mondays instead. And it'll be, yep. Same time, 6am. You said it, Shan. All right, let's dive into drunk deets. Let's do it. All right. So some Kardashian news. Kim Shocker. Kardashian, the woman, the myth, the legend, and Pete Davidson. I feel like I haven't seen him in like the limelight for a while, but they were spotted holding hands um, over the past few days. Okay. So this was the dumbest headline I've ever seen. I'm going to say it right now. I think people are making this into something that's not. That's just my opinion. They were literally at a haunted ride attraction. It was at Knott's Scary Farm. Mm-hmm. And like they were, someone took a photo of them or a photo was leaked of them literally on like a roller coaster, like a scary ride attraction of them like screaming, like with their mouths open, holding hands. Like, okay, what do you do when you're scared? You freaking grab someone next to you. At least that's what I do. Like, yeah. it's not that deep. I don't know. I think like it's it's really not that deep. And I really don't think that Pete and Kim are a thing now. I don't either. Honestly, though, I, I think this just goes back to the frustration that must lead to being a celebrity. I can imagine. It's like every little freaking the amount of think about the amount of times that you probably like hugged someone or like said something funny or like had an interaction that could be perceived one day one way but it actually wasn't that that way at all I just couldn't imagine every little thing you do being picked apart my question is though I don't really care about the holding hands on the roller coaster but like why why were they there together in the first place were they were they just like are they friends? Like, was was Kim guess, just like, yeah. hey, I'm going to hit up my bestie, like, Pete Davidson, and, like, go to this fucking, like, scary theme park thing? Well, it wasn't just them two. Okay. But I did read an article said, like, they run with the same circle, like... They do. Like, since when? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Know. I feel like that's not a Pete thing. Pete Davidson is something else. He is full of surprises. I'm on... I honestly love him. I think he's hilarious on Saturday Night Live. I mean, he pulls all the ladies. I know. Sure. Honestly, though, if this turns out that Kim and Pete are sleeping together or talking to each other, whatever it may be, then I don't know what the hell this year has been. Anything's freaking possible. And he must be, you know, good in the shock. Honestly, Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, just like every pretty girl that's ever existed. I don't understand. But you're right. I feel like 2021 has truly been the year of possibilities. (laughs) For sure. It wouldn't surprise me, but I really just, I think like, why can't guys and girls like just be friends ever? Why is, why can't there be platonic relationships? I don't get it. Like people are reaching at straws. I don't know. I mean, I do think that most guys would say that there can't be. And most girls are like, there can be. So I'm sure there's something there, but I don't know. Maybe in his dreams. Maybe. Okay. Moving on to 
Candace Cameron. So when I heard this, I had to figure out who that was. Um, DJ Tanner on Full House. And okay. I was like, okay, bells are ringing. Uh, did you watch Full House growing up? A little bit. I fucking loved Full House. Um, so DJ K- Tanner's characters, or Candace was DJ Tanner. <laughs> Basically, okay. she went to a wedding this weekend in LA with her family and her and her daughter wore red dresses and then her husband and her son wore like red ties or whatever and basically everyone is shitting on her in the comments on her instagram caption basically saying like you're not supposed to wear red at weddings like that's a power color that steals the spotlight from the bride and she claimed she wasn't the only one and that there was four women wearing red dresses um I don't know. What are your thoughts? You think that's a no no? I just have you a follow up question. First off, I actually didn't know about the red dress rule for weddings until like a few months ago. Oh. My sister made some comment to me being like, I was shopping for a wedding. She said, Yeah, you can't wear red to a wedding. I was like, Why? Power color, why the fuck is red a power color? Green is opposite from red on the. The color wheel is green, uh, not a power color. Why isn't green a power color? Why are we leaving green out? I just don't necessarily understand what that means by power color. Is it because red is associated with like, like sex and, and stuff? Romance. romance. Is yeah. that what like, I, but who woke up and was like, this is definitively like the rules. I understand why you can't wear white. You can't right. match the bride. And it's all supposed to be like a sign of virtue, which also that gets thrown out the window for basically 99.9% of brides out there. I don't understand what the fuck is the deal with red. I think, like, if you saw the photo, like, it's bright red. Like, it's not, like, a dark maroon. Like, it was very bright. And I could see that it does stand out. But you're right. I don't know who decided these rules. I don't know. I think it's a weird rule. I don't agree. Hmm. Some people say no black, too. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. People say no black, red, or white. And I'm like, well, those are the only colors that look good on me. So I don't know what the (laughs) fuck I'm supposed to do. So I actually was looking at, I don't know what it was, but maybe it was TikTok of like different wedding color schemes and like what, like some people will send on their invites, like, please wear like this shade range and it'll be Mm. like different colors of blue. Like you can wear like navy, you can wear periwinkle, you can wear this, whatever. And it actually like, I think it was like someone that works as a wedding photographer. She said like when you can ask your guests to kind of color coordinate, when they're color coordinating with what the bridesmaids are wearing and the whatever groomsmen and like what the decor is like it actually looks really aesthetically pleasing in photos when Mm. like you don't have like a shit ton of random colors in the audience that's a good point honestly my bigger thing i don't give a shit if people wear red i don't like when people look like shit at weddings i hate like when someone wears some like stupid ass like cotton polyester bullshit that has like the seams like hanging out and like it's three sizes like too big for them and like you can see like their freaking bra on the back and it like looks trashy and like it brings the whole it brings like the whole aesthetic of the wedding down that I find to be despicable someone shows up to my wedding wearing like a freaking like cropped like teeny tiny tight dress and like their cleavage out with bra straps like you will be leaving (laughs) disgusting what is it what does it say uh, like uh bouncers have the right to refuse entry i have the right to refuse entry to my wedding yes i i think i think so but or yeah. you just have a lineup of dresses ready to go if someone doesn't look up to your standard yeah and also i'm, I'm just gonna say that we were all thinking it like if the bride is self-conscious because the bitch in red is taking away from her spotlight maybe she should look like maybe she should look inward like maybe it's her problem that she's not making enough of a statement at her wedding yeah. Like if you're that like self-conscious. I will say though that Candace, she must have known that she was guilty because why do you know that four women were wearing red dresses? You oh, counted. She like had it on, on lock. Just yeah. Like why, why did she know that? Like clearly she knew that red is kind of frowned upon. That's actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next drunk deet. This, this actually isn't a drunk deet. Uh, just more of like an aside. I know we were talking about the Kardashians. I forgot to say it when we were talking about the Kardashians. So Kylie Jenner, um, I feel like she's just been like doing the whole pregnancy thing lately. Like, Dude, I just, forgot that she was pregnant. Yeah, she's kind of chilling. Because we were looking at, we were trying to look up her outfit and she was very tame. And then I was like, oh shit, she's like real prego. So it <laughs> makes sense. She posted, daddy got us matching rings. Daddy, aka who's she dating again? What's his face? Is it Travis? Yeah, or is it Ty? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so you don't know either. Thank God. Someone with a T. 
It's um, what's his face? Why am I Travis? Is it Scott? Travis? Okay. And literally, because we've been talking about Travis Barker so much, I was like, it is a Travis, but which Travis? Travis Scott. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he got them like matching. You're lines. very angry at this baby. I'm just a little annoyed. If you look it up, <laughs> first off, the diamond on her finger is like absolutely the bone. Okay, like, so Shannon's two referring to. Basically, Travis gifted Kylie and what is it, North? Stormy. Stormy. Or no, North. Stormy. Fuck, Stormy. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many. There's Stormy. Too many. Stormy. So Travis gifted Kylie and Stormy matching diamond rings. Who, we don't know. I mean, it looks pretty damn real. We don't know for certain if Stormy's ring is I mean, diamond. It's got to be real. Yeah, it's got to be. But the question is, like, why? <laughs> so, like, why does your child Kylie, have diamonds? They're each like two huge diamonds. One's like a teardrop like pear shape the other one is like a radiant like rectangle cut not that mm. i know much about diamonds <laughs> <laughs> but like kylie's is huge stormy's is also pretty big for a fucking baby she's like what three years old and she literally is walking around with like i would say close to maybe three carrots on her finger what baby she doesn't even understand what, how much money's on her finger what baby that's four years old should be walking around with a four carat or a three carat engagement ring what baby i'd love to understand and i guess she's like a famous baby like i do get that i'm not trying to say she's not a famous baby like i i understand that she's just gonna get things other people don't get but like she's still a she's a baby like how is she not gonna lose the ring i don't know I'd say she'd get bullied on the playground with that, but she does not go to freaking daycare. That's for damn sure. You know, when you just like steal your like mom's rings, like on like the playground or like people would steal their mom's rings, to, like mm -hmm. marry people on the playground and shit. Imagine like someone steals Stormy's and it's like actually like an $80,000 ring. Oops, mommy. Oops. <laughs> okay. So our last drunk deed, um, Megan Fox and MGK. This isn't so much of a deet as it is a general what the fuck lately, I think. Like a question, a concern. I don't know. What do you what do what are we thinking? Okay. I love Megan Fox. Okay. I do too. I, I I've been rooting her. for Megan Fox ever since I was twelve. And I love MGK's music. Okay. I don't really understand him <laughs> and why she's attracted to him okay but to each their own i'm not the one that has to sleep with him so it does not matter my opinion however i thought that they were like goals like this couple is goals oh, maybe yeah. it's just because like megan fox is a fox i don't know but now after further investigation <laughs> i think that they should be banned from uh social media and they oh. need to stop with the pda i think i think they just need like like a, a moment just like a they've second, had their moment they've second, had multiple I think, moments i think they just need like maybe take the phones away maybe like go out and just oh a moment apart from the phones. i just think they need a moment apart from the phones and maybe a moment apart from each other i just i know they would die well exactly <laughs> honestly i'm Apparently. with you i love megan fox i've talked about her before on the podcast how everyone was an asshole to her i think it's because she's just prettier than everyone else people are mean to pretty people everyone hates madison beer everyone hates megan fox we've talked about it i was rooting for her i was rooting for her in mgk i love the whole like comeback story now she's back in there she's she's going to the met gala good for her we've been nothing but supportive of megan fox i think abby yeah i would say they're getting a little creepy it's just like a little like I'm all for like passion and like celebrities and all that bullshit, but like the shit that's being posted. And I know that most people at this point have read the GQ article. This is a follow-up to that. So MGK posted an Instagram photo over the weekend. Yeah. This photo is what really triggered. Shannon I just, I saw it. I was at a wedding. I was drinking. I was feeling a little like, I don't know. Like, but honestly, if I hadn't seen this photo, I would not. Because, like, I knew about the GQ article. I honestly did not look into the GQ article. All I did was watch that video that they posted on YouTube <laughs> about, like, the questions whatever. Okay. Which I thought was, like, cute, cute and, like, kind of cringe, but kind of really cute. But then when you showed me this photo, and I was, like. And then you go back and read the GQ article, you realize like, how mm -hmm. messed up it is. Yeah. Okay. So, he writes. A life without you is worse than death. <laughs> Put a bullet in my head if we have nothing left with like the sword and like the freaking heart emoji. If that ever comes, meet me in heaven and let's fuck like demons. What? <laughs> Are you okay? That's literally the most disgusting thing I've ever read. And I'm not like some person sitting here that's like, I don't know. Like, 
I feel like I've seen some shit. Like Hollywood's obviously a very dark place. I don't think anyone should really truly ever go there all the way. But like that's really, really dark and deep and kind of disgusting. And then like the GQ article that like she wrote that whole thing about them and like, I don't even know. Yeah, so Molly Lambert is the one who wrote the article and it's very strange. Honestly, just Google Megan Fox and MGK GQ article. It's honestly and it's, not even PC. We shouldn't even like, I don't, I don't <laughs> even want to say it again. Like, cause it's that disgusting. Well, no, I want to, I want to talk about the tattoo thing because okay. that is okay. So basically this girl, Molly was in the, the way she wrote it, it sounded like she was in the room with them, which I feel like would be extremely uncomfortable if I were her. Oh. However, she did not think it was that uncomfortable. Um, basically, they gave each other matching tattoos while in the room with her. And she- Wait, like physically gave them to each other while she was there? That's literally what the article made it seem like. Okay. I am very confused, but basically they have matching tattoos that say the darkest fairy tale. And it's a phrase that Megan said, like, it goes back to one of the first text messages they ever sent to each other. And I'm like, first of all, if I ever texted Mystery Man when I barely knew him, like, the darkest fairy tale, he'd be like, block, 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 yeah, block, like, block, hey, block, babe, you creep. Like, imagine you were like, hey, babe, want to embark on the darkest fairy tale? He'd be like, who, what? Who no, are you? No, no. Who sent you? Who sent you to me? And are, am I dying today? Like, <laughs> I just find that, like... I'm calling bullshit. Like, that's not one of the first text messages no. you sent each other. And basically, so MGK, this is why I think that Molly was actually in the room when this happened because he's when she had never given anyone a tattoo before. And so she was going like really light on it. And he kept saying, like, you can go harder, you can go harder, whatever. And then when she was done, he, you know, looks over to Molly and is like, it looks like a fairy ghost did it, right? <laughs> And then he goes, it's all haunted. And then, the, and then Megan laughs and then they kiss. And I'm like, I a fairy like, ghost? Do they live in reality? I feel like they're like a little bit going off the deep end. I, I really do think that. What drugs are they on? I don't know. And I kind of want to dabble in it just once to know. I would never. There is some no, demonic, creepy ass shit going on. I want nothing to do with it. Honestly, you know, when you're around a couple that has really bad, like PDA, like rolling around and you're just kind of like, all right, I could, I don't think I could be in the same room as them. I think I would literally throw up. <laughs> so molly said she said it is intoxicating to be around two people who are this far gone for one another and i thought that wording was extremely interesting far gone yes honestly they all are in the deep end they are gone plummeted gone <laughs> downer than down i think that the people that are commenting like this is so hot like i'm sorry but shut the fuck up it's just like gross at this point like there's hot and then there's like a little bit of like okay Haley and Justin and like their photo shoots are a little risque and then there's just like straight up just kind of gross I don't know I just don't want to see that I'm a little concerned with like the obsession I'm a little concerned about how it makes me feel I don't know it reminds me of how I was with my middle school boyfriend the whole like if I didn't have you like I'd rather die vibe <laughs> I, I, I don't know I feel like maybe in your 30s or 40s you should be past that or or might want to like think of yourself as more than just the person you're with and you wouldn't want to just like you know die if you didn't have them I mean especially if you had I don't know children which which, which they, they do. both do just just like a little concerned overall I think okay I'm also concerned for MGK's lungs because <laughs> he mentioned in the article um like when they first started hanging out they he was smoking so much weed that they couldn't see each other through the clouds of smoke and he literally said to molly like re whatever like re like talking about it in the past tense he goes i think we weren't allowed to see each other yet like physically oh, see like, each like, other <laughs> like the weed had a different plan for us yeah like, no dude you're just a pothead and that, <laughs> that's fine but like let's not make it to be something deeper than it is i don't know i mean are his lungs okay probably not I just, there are a whole other story. We could go on about it for years and I probably will. But I think the, the bigger thing here is I feel like the reason why people don't take these Hollywood relationships seriously is because they're always like so obsessive and then they always just like burn out and it ends up being this they're nasty They're not relatable. Divorce. It's not relatable. And if you're honestly, the reason why we wanted to bring this up is because 
you're a regular ass gal just scrolling through Instagram and you see them and you're like, wow, like I've never felt that way about someone. Like, is there something wrong with me? The answer is fuck no, because I've been in a pretty happy relationship now for, I want to say the better part of eight years on and off. Um, I've never <laughs> once felt this way and I'm, I'm honestly perfectly okay that I have not. I don't think I, I wish to. I'm like you said, I'm not going to lie. There was a piece of me that was like, wait like what am I missing <laughs> I've never experienced that this type of love before I'm not sure that I want to but like are they just in the honeymoon stage or are they really just this weird yeah and what the fuck is going on we all yeah you're not supposed to I I think that they are kind of promoting a type of love that toxic is toxic because they seem and again I'm just an outsider looking in. So take my opinion with a grain of salt. And again, it's just our opinion, my opinion. I feel like their love is almost toxic because they're so dependent on each other. I almost feel like it's promoting codependency and like obsessiveness. Mm -hmm. And and again, like the, the honeymoon stage, like we've all been there. You meet the guy, you're obsessed with him. You can't stop thinking about him. You want to be with him 24 seven. Like that's supposed to eventually kind of wear off. But I think this level of obsession, like you said, Abby, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I think to young people, like, I don't think it's good to be promoting this when you have such a big platform, when you have younger like, people that are following. I don't have Like, you. oh, like, it's okay to feel this way about another person. Like, no, it's not. And I think the other issue, other than, like, the issue of, the issue at hand is the fact that I think relationships like this and also promoting what I think has the could be the makings of eventually a possessive or abusive relationship relationships like this where someone is so obsessed with the other person that it's their whole entire world like it usually is going to lead to possessiveness and jealousy and I don't think that's like a healthy place to be in for anyone no not at all like you said like jealousy is going to become so toxic where it's like they can't spend a moment apart because that person is going to become jealous. Like, it's like, oh, like you guys might be in a fantasy world right now. It's like, well, don't you both have full-time jobs? Like, like, yeah, like <laughs> Megan might, you know, be on tour with him, like when he's doing his little concerts or whatever, but is she going to flip her shit if like a fan like throws herself onto him? Like, I don't know. I'd be curious. Well, that's the other thing with, I think, when you're like that obsessed with someone, I mean, I feel like so many times we've all been there, right? Where you're with someone and you're just like almost unreasonably jealous. And I want to say unreasonably jealous because there are times when you can be jealous of someone and I feel like it's completely just like the guy's a shady, shady asshole. And your like gut is trying to tell you something and it's usually right. I'm talking about just like unwarranted. Like you're just jealous. Like you don't want the guy to go outside. You don't want him to see another girl. And this goes for guys too. You don't want them to see anyone else, look at anyone else. You don't want them to take calls from their boss who is of the opposite sex. You don't want them to go out with their friends, nothing. Like you want to keep that person cooped up in a room where they can only see you. And it's because you're so obsessed with them, but it's, that's just so unhealthy. Yeah, honestly, I can relate. I feel like old Abby, toxic Abby. <laughs> the, old, the old Abby that we was, don't talk about. <laughs> no, she doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> she was very possessive. And I think it's because, but now I've learned on like what my love languages are. Like for me, like physical touch and quality time are so important to me. So it's like, as long as your needs are being met and you feel understood and loved, like you should be able to have a healthy relationship where, you know, you can spend time apart from your partner and you know that it's not the end of the world and that they are going to stay loyal and faithful to you when you're not together. Because ultimately, if you don't have trust in a relationship, then why are you together? Yeah, 100%. Like there's there's no reason. I think a little bit of jealousy in a relationship is fine because it, you know, it shows that, you know, you're afraid to lose them, but if you can't let your boyfriend go out on a boys' night and like have fun with the boys, if you can't if you're sitting at home sick to your stomach because your boyfriend has a life and has friends other than you, that's a serious problem. That's a great point. I think like there's a difference between like, okay, I'm dating Chad and he's going out to memoir till 3 a.m. every night of the week and like coming home smelling of booze and like perfume. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, maybe like a little concerned and like maybe have the right to feel a little jealous or probably just dump his ass. But yeah, I think if your partner's not really doing anything wrong and they're overall like a, you know, 
They, pretty, they haven't given you a reason they to not haven't, trust them. Yes, they it's haven't given head. you a reason. I think there's a few reasons why this can go wrong. I think um, what, I, what I've seen in this, and, and there's, what ends up happening is it ends up hap- hurting you, right? So obviously you're, you're going to drive the other person crazy. But when I've been in this situation, like when I was a little bit younger, maybe where I was jealous of every little thing, what's going to end up happening is like you may think like, okay, I'm going to get into a fight and they're going to know that I'm pissed and they're going to stop doing what they're doing. They're not. If you start getting mad about every little thing and it escalates, they're going to start hiding shit from you. If you are the type of girlfriend or boyfriend where your partner is like, you know, hanging out and they get a call from someone, someone that they work with, or they get a call from their boss or one of their friends from high school and you're sitting there and you're jealous and you're getting into fights with them about it. That person is going to start lying to you and telling you like, Oh yeah, like my mom's just calling when it's their freaking boss because they think it's easier to lie to you than to deal with the repercussions and the fight of telling you the truth. And that is like such a dangerous spot to be in, in a relationship. Yeah. I feel like I've been on both sides of that exact scenario that you've, um, just explained and it, it there's a 50 50 chance honestly and it really depends on what's happened leading up to that moment like what has pushed your significant other to get to that level of where they need to hide things but you know if they are like you said like they they haven't given you a reason to not trust them and you've found this well you need to ask yourself okay why does my partner feel like he needs to hide this from me right and if you are low key crazy, I feel like you need to own up to it because if you don't, they're going to continue doing sketchy behavior and it's yeah. not going to stop. It's only going to get sketchier and sketchier. And either one of you is going to break, either he's going to get sick of it and leave you, or you're going to get sick of it and leave him. And it's just not a fun time for anyone involved. Yeah. No. And honestly, like you said, it's going to go down the rabbit hole. Cause I remember one of my ex-boyfriends was so like, it started off subtle. Like he was like, I don't want you to, you know, talk to your ex. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then it was like, well, I don't really feel comfortable with your guy friends. And I was like, yeah, like, okay, get that. And then by the end of it, it was like, I don't like your girlfriends. I don't like your family. I don't like anyone in your life who takes you away from me. And just so jealous, so possessive. And it got to the point where like, I started lying about things like, saying like, okay, I'm going here with my, with my sister when maybe I was going with my friends and I I wasn't doing anything bad, but I just didn't want to deal with like the repercussions. Like I didn't want to deal with getting into a fight about something that wasn't even happening. But over time, like the more that you do that, I feel like it could blur those lines to like, you know what? Maybe I will go out and do something sketchy because he thinks I'm doing that anyways and I'm already lying. So I might as well. And I'm not saying that makes it right. Like for the other person to do, but that's just like where people get driven towards. Right. And it just, it like ruins a relationship. I, so if you've never been in this scenario, I feel like it's kind of hard to, you know, see where we're coming from. But if you've seen the show Friends, yes, then you'll know the whole we were on a break Rachel Ross thing. So I'll set the scene. So Rachel gets a new job at a fashion company. She's extremely busy. You know, she doesn't have as much time for Ross. So, you know, Ross is probably feeling a little bit neglected. Mm-hmm. And so Ross, you know, starts to get jealous of Rachel's boss, Mark. Or yeah, coworker, yeah. Bo- Mark, co- whatever. Yeah, Mark. Someone that she works with. And, you know, he starts to bring that up to Rachel and Rachel's like, he's literally a coworker. Like you have nothing to worry about. Da, da, da. And she wasn't doing anything sketchy. She was all. not doing anything sketchy. She was completely innocent. And, you know, you know, Ross ended up showing up to her work one day, you know, and I really do think that he probably just felt neglected that she wasn't spending a lot of time with him anymore because she was too busy but he brought it to a point where it didn't need to go and he started to accuse her of things and she obviously got defensive because she was innocent and you know they ended up breaking up over it and that's where the whole we were on a break thing comes from because you know Rachel started to confide in Mark and once they're broken up, obviously what happened? Right. Yeah. So they end up breaking up or they end up going on a break. She ends up like confiding in Mark and then Ross thinks something's going on. So he sleeps with the other girl and then that whole thing like goes haywire. But yeah, that was like the other thing we were going to say. You can actually push like if you're really jealous of someone, if you are, if you're dating someone 
and you're jealous of some random ass girl that your boyfriend might be friends with or work or works with again if they actually are being shady that's that's a whole other issue but if they're not doing anything wrong and you're just like completely unjustly being jealous and being like I don't want you to see that person I don't want you to take those calls especially if it's a coworker where they can't really control being around them you will probably end up pushing that person closer to them because you're going to be so insane they're going to end up confiding in that person because you're being crazy and they're going to be like, oh my God, yeah, it's so like my boyfriend's just driving me crazy. Like he doesn't even want me to talk to you. And then they're going to have this like little secret bond and this little thing in common. And that's actually going to like you being so jealous and wanting this person all to yourself is actually going to end up pushing them like closer to the things that you're scared of them being around. Right. Yeah. I've experienced it firsthand and it sucks, but ultimately you can only control what you can control and that's how you react to situations. And I feel like you really just have to be rational and reasonable because if you think that your boyfriend is not going to see other girls, he's not going to work with other girls, he's not going to talk to other girls, he's not going to, you know, go out and see another girl in the bar. Yeah. I mean, you just have to be realistic with yourself and your boyfriend is going to talk to other girls, see other girls. And if you can't handle that, then you need to ask yourself why, because if you trust him, then it should be no problem. Yes. And like you, you can't do anything about the external factors. If you're with someone that's good and is good to you and they're not giving you any reason to not trust them, you have to try to get over that insane little part of your brain that is just trying to jump out and just destroy your life because we all have it. It's like that crazy behind the eyes feeling where you just like are start like twitching and you just like want to blow up, send him like a five paragraph novel, like freaking out that you'll probably regret later. So when that happens, just take a seat, maybe have a Xanax, maybe a glass of wine, not in that order. And I don't know, like maybe like call up, call up a friend, vent to her, whatever you need to do, sleep it off, take it out of van. I don't know. But the, the worst thing you can do is to freak out at your boyfriend. Cause you're going to, you're going to drive him away. Yeah. So let's just chill the fuck out. Vent to a friend. Chill. And my, my advice is just break up with them. If you've gotten to that point in a relationship, um, it's really hard to come back from once you've already started acting that level of crazy. And yeah, if it's you can just, handle it. Just get out of that relationship. You'll find someone who doesn't make you insecure. Maybe just spend some time on your by yourself. Yeah, I look think. inward. Look inward. Okay. <laughs> Easier said that we're saying that. We're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just like look inward. It'll be fine. Meanwhile, like bitches are like, yeah, like thanks for the advice. Like, <laughs> like if, meanwhile, if it was you or me, we'd be like, I can't look inward. No, I know. It's, Ch- it's harder to I do honestly than- don't know what was the switch and what was the turning point of me letting go of my psycho tendencies? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I, don't, I think like with age, I think you're also just like with someone who doesn't play games. Well, that's True. the thing. I think like if you're with a good partner, then like, like hopefully they're not bringing out the like the jealousy in you because they're not someone that should be provoking that. You know what I mean? Right. So that's thing. If you're with someone that's like provoking jealousy, like, and they're doing stuff that is shady, then obviously ditch them. But yeah. Okay. Okay, guys, so we have one last thing for you guys, and we want to start this segment, okay? We have no idea what we want to call it. no fucking idea. It's still in the workshop, so slide in our DMs, help us out, give us some names. We want, like, a cutesy little, I don't know. I don't know. We have no idea. We don't know. We've been workshopping this for three weeks because we've been wanting and to we've do this. been postponing talking about it because we didn't have a name for it and then today we were like you know what screw it why don't we just talk about it we don't have a name it's fine we're not creative it's it's that it's part of the o- brain isn't there it's gonna be okay let us know if you guys have an idea we'll, we'll figure something out eventually we'll, we'll text janine she usually gives us her momager she usually yeah. gives us names for things but basically we kind of want to whether it's weekly bi-weekly you know we'll see how things go we'll listen to feedback from you guys we want to you know, do some product spotlights because Shannon and I, we spend a lot of money on shit, (laughs) whether it's skincare, hair care, makeup, what else? Just like skincare, hair care, makeup, freaking, I don't know. Literally anything. Anything. Tanning stuff, whatever it is. Anything self-care oriented, basically, I think is what we wanted to highlight. Yeah. So we, you know... I, I don't, what we're going to do whatever is relevant to that week. And there's this one product that we've been using for a while mm-hmm. that we had to share with you guys. We couldn't, we couldn't gatekeep it anymore. Yeah. So moving forward, we're 
Abby and I are each going to pick a product, like she said, either weekly or biweekly to talk about. But first, we did want to highlight like an entire company, like just to kick it off. That's mm-hmm. been really awesome to us, really great to work with. And their products are absolutely amazing. We intentionally waited a few weeks to talk about them because we did want to see like the results before we came on the pod and talked about them. Right. Um, and it's been awesome. So without further ado, the first ever product spotlight is Aloe Ativa. Woot woot. So this is a new waterless skincare brand. They literally just celebrated their first year anniversary, Which birthday, whatever you want to call it, um, this past October. So it is a relative, relatively new um, company on the market. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to go meet Bianca, Bianca D'Souza. She's the creative director behind the whole brand. Um, they just opened up a new pop-up shop in Seaport. It's like right next to where Cisco used to be when the weather is still nice out. It's the cutest store ever. Go check it out in person. Go tell Bianca that we sent you guys. She's the sweetest girl ever, but she gave us a little goodie bag of stuff. Yes. So they are, um, their biggest focus. So they have like three um, like main products right now. And they actually just came out with a lip plumper as well, which I'm super excited about. Um, but they have three big products that are like their main, main focus for right now, which I love because they're one of those companies that's like, we want to perfect one product at a time before we move on to making something else versus um, skincare brands out there that I know of that are like, let's just like pump out a bunch of stuff and just throw them out on the market and not worry about perfecting what's actually in the ingredients. So right now they have the waterless, face serum the 4x power elixir yes thank you so fancy um they have the waterless face cleanser which is the ph um power balance waterless face cleanser um and they also have the 3d power hydrator which is their um like their face cream yeah and something that i want to preface with is that this whole company is their products are made in italy and it's something that i didn't know before this but really freaking bad that the u.s guidelines for formulation only bans 11 products in the u.s where in italy they ban over 1300 ingredients <laughs> 1300 ingredients versus are 12. banned yeah literally versus 11 ingredients in the u.s so these products are made in italy where you can rest assured that everything you're putting on your face and your skin is good for you it's all vegan it's cruelty free it's dermatologist and i don't know how to say apothemologist tested <laughs> whatever that is um dermatologist dermatologist uh, tested was yeah, good enough keep for me going, baby i um, love it they don't formulate with any sls sles petroleum gmos animal derivatives gluten peds (laughs) i'm not the girl for this one i can't pronounce shit basically edta synthetic dyes or parabens so literally everything that you're putting into your skin is good for you yes and you only get one face you only get one set of skin so you gotta treat it well That's beautiful baby you only get one face so you better just live it yeah um Yeah. So the biggest thing for them is that they are waterless. So a lot of the skincare brands out there, a lot of the moisturizers that you're using that are on the market, their first ingredient is water. As much as water is great for you, water doesn't actually do a ton when it's in your skincare. It's basically just filling up space so that companies can sell you products, not have to put as much money into them. They use aloe as their basis as opposed to water. So basically everything that's inside of the products that you're using are filled with all of the good stuff and there's no just like added filler in there. Um, it's a great company. I love what they're doing. They've grown so much the past year. They have a pretty big backings. Like I know Maggie like promotes their stuff a lot too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, they're awesome. And to be honest with you, like we would never like the one big thing that Abby and I, one of the only things we agreed upon when we started this podcast is that if we ever talked about a brand or products, we wanted to make sure that it was stuff that we actually liked and could stand behind. It is actually amazing. I gave my mom the moisturizer. I let her try some and she was like, this is actually the best moisturizer I've ever used. And she bought her own bottle of it because it just goes on like butter. It's so 72 hour hydration, it's three amazing. days. That's insane hydration. It's amazing. So you put the serum on first uh, or use the cleanser first, take your makeup off, then put the serum on. You can put the moisturizer on and then you can actually put your makeup over all of it. I've and unlike it. some moisturizers, when you put your makeup on over it, it doesn't get like disgusting and smeary. It's actually, it's like a very nice primer that's also helping your skin. So give it a try. They're amazing. You can find them on Instagram. You can find their online website as well. Yep. It's at Alotiva. So it's 
A-L-O-E-A-T-T-I-V-A. And we were able to get you guys a discount code. So thank you guys at Alotiva for that. So if you guys shop either in the pop-up shop or online, you can get 30% off your order of $50 or more with codes DRINKS30. Drinks 30. Yeah, all all one word. So drinks 30, um, $50 or more, you can get 30% off, which is honestly amazing. I feel like most companies will do like 10% off. So that's a pretty good bargain right before the holidays. So get, get your friends, get your family some skincare for Christmas since it's already the Christmas season. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. all right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Drinks After Work with your girls, Shannon and Abby. Yes, come party with us this Saturday at Red Lantern. We're so excited. Go over to redlanternboston.com, right? Yeah. I think. To buy your tickets. Let us know if Make you're coming. Resi. We're so excited. We're going to get shit-faced. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.